What's up, everybody? I'm coming on here tonight because there's uh, this story, and I thought, you know, hey, it's 1124, and I should be heading towards the bed, but I'm, I'm disturbed. I feel like this has to be discussed, and discussed on the day uh, that the burial is supposed to happen, which is today. So I'm talking about this story. It's all over the news. Even NBC reported on it. But I found a piece over at the Epoch Times that had a bunch of information that was really important on there. And I'm talking about a mass burial in South Bend, Indiana, that comes after Dr. Ulrich Cloffer's belongings were sorted through by his family after he died on September 3rd. And they came across 2,246 sets of preserved unborn babies, otherwise known as fetal remains in the medical community. And they were stacked floor to ceiling in his garage. Later, 165 more unborn babies that had been aborted were uh, found in a car, in the trunk of a car that he was storing at another facility that he owned. Um, it, he kept several vehicles there. And one of the vehicles had, you know, 146 other, 165 other remains in it. So Indiana Attorney General Curtis Hill is... He was spoke at the burial, and he offered to update Americans, specifically Hoosiers, on the investigation into Klopfer and what, whether anyone assisted him in moving the remains and putting anything out there. And so this burial plot at South Lawn Cemetery was actually donated by the Palmer Funeral Home, and all the remains will be laid to rest in the same grave, so a mass grave. Now, first of all, the, you, you might be thinking, mass grave? In America, right, uh, we're, we're not a country that's ever had war on our own soil, so we don't have mass graves here. Oh, but wait, we do. Um, usually a mass grave in America is something that comes about as a result of some crazy abortion doctor saving the remains of aborted babies. So if you're wondering why I'm talking about it like it's happened more than one time, well, let me go on. Uh, you've got Klopfer. He's 79 years old when he passed away. He performed tens of thousands of abortions over a career that spanned 40 years. Mainly the abortions he did were in Indiana. He was the only abortion doctor serving South Bend, Gary, and Fort Wayne for much of his career. He was, of course, reviled by pro-life activists and Americans who really felt like, you know, the guy just seems like, like, what is it with this guy? He just, he, he was an abortion doctor, and I guess he enjoyed it. Um, so... There's a, a, a lot of credit going to Attorney General Curtis Hill because he took the extraordinary measure of making sure that the fetal remains that were found would be buried instead of incinerated or basically mistreated. And that's because Indiana has a law that's been on the books since 2016 passed by then-Governor Pence or signed into law by then-Governor Pence that says that fetal remains have to be buried. Uh, and just last May... The United States Supreme Court upheld that law as constitutional, even though Planned Parenthood said they couldn't manage it because it just would increase the cost of every single abortion to have to bury the remains of these human babies that are being killed. So, uh, you know, Klopfer's career actually started unraveling back in the 2000s, early 2000s, with a flurry of complaints including that he'd performed an abortion on a 10-year-old girl who was raped by her uncle, and he did the abortion and never notified law enforcement. He effectively ended his career in 2016 
when his medical license was suspended. And it was done citing, among other things, shoddy post-op monitoring of his patients. He complained that conservative state officials were in cahoots with pro-life groups trying to shut him down. Uh, no, I think that was his violation of the law in doing an abortion on a 10-year-old girl and not reporting that she'd been, at, at very minimum, it was statutory rape, obviously. Uh, it was also incest. It was her uncle. I mean, this, there's all kinds of crimes there. He let go free. So mass burials of aborted fetuses are rare, but have happened before. This, this is the part, this is what's prompting me to get up out of my bed. And, you know, it, actually, I wasn't in the bed. I was on the couch. Let's, let's be real here. Um, I usually stay up late. I'm a bit of an insomniac. And I was on the couch watching some television and surfing on the Internet when I came across this story. I noticed that uh, black pro-life woman, um, Christina, on Instagram had posted 2,411 and said she, they'd never forget. And so I go on to uh, my Bing search engine and I find this story unbelievable unbelievable so I go on Twitter I find the story there I read and and retweet and here I am so what about those mass burials you might be wondering well around 1,000 or 16,500 16,500 fetuses were buried at a Los Angeles cemetery after their discovery in the 1980s the fetuses were in a cargo container that was repossessed from the home of a former operator of a medical laboratory. So medical laboratories dispose of human fetal remains and body parts from surgeries, et cetera, et cetera. And when they don't do it, those remains just get stored away and then someone finds them later. And so in this case, they made a headstone that reads in memory of the 16,500 precious unborn buried here, October 6, 1985. So there's no indication that Coffer told others about his grim collection, including his wife. No one understands why he did this. And I am just completely overwhelmed by the fact that that's what we do here in this country, that we take unborn babies who've been aborted and we pile them up in a mass grave and we put a little headstone on there. They don't even get their own burial plots. They're just piled up together in a hole the way the Nazis treated the Jews, the way that slaves were sometimes treated when they died, especially if died more than one at a time. This is a travesty, and it's going on in our country, and while it's happening, we're all going on about our business. We're working, we're going to school, we're pumping gas, we're buying groceries, we're planning our vacations, we're going to church, we're going to Bible study, and this is what's going on, on our watch. And we're responsible. And we can't get away from the responsibility. You may not think you're responsible. If you're one of those people who believes that abortion is just a woman's choice, the reckoning will come for you just like it comes for me and every other person. Because it is an inescapable fact that one day we will have to be held accountable, whether it's now or at the judgment seat. And denying it is just like denying that the sky is blue or that black people exist or that, you know, politics is nasty. Denying it does not change the fact. So, you know, on, on a night like tonight, before the end of this day, because I'm on Central Time, it's 1132, I thought I would call out just one more time for the people in the back that this is going on in America. 
not just in 1985, but here in 2020, we have yet again disgraced ourselves by placing human people, humans, people, their bodies, their dead bodies into a single hole in the ground and burying them because they were somebody's choice. I have a problem with that. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow.